Good morning, everybody. <laughs> What's up, Internet? My name is David Webb. I'm Marielle Edwards. We get nerdy nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you. <laughs> that is right. Welcome back to another edition of the Nightly Morning Show here on twitch.tv slash nerdy nightly. If you're catching this later on the YouTube or the podcast feed. If you would like to join us live, we are live every Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern on Twitch. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll stream it everywhere so that everyone can be live with us. But uh, for now, it's just Twitch because that's the only one we know how to use properly. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> pretty much the reason for that. How are you doing today? Good, good. We we got up early today and we, we, did. we went for a little walk beforehand because we were like, you know what? You get you know get the blood flowing, get moving, mm-hmm. start off the day right. And it was nice. It was a little like chilly. Yeah, it's, yeah the weather's not the nicest right now. But uh, that's true. Yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. I'm a little upset. We had two lights yesterday, and so we're trying to figure out this like light stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, one of the light bulbs that we got in the mail yesterday doesn't work. So <laughs> we have one light. Mm-hmm. It's a little this way, but you know yeah. I'm gonna just I'm gonna deal with it and. It's fine. We zoomed the camera in a little bit, and I like I like the look. Yeah, actually, me too. Mm-hmm. Me too. I think it's nice. It's like yeah. very specific. But enough <laughs> about us. Let's talk about some nerdy news. I know that's what you're all here for. <laughs> and we got some very interesting news yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, some big groundbreaking news. And that is that Obi-Wan Kenobi put on his old... Or, sorry, uh, Ewan McGregor put on his old Obi-Wan Kenobi costume on the set of The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. And, and how'd that go? I hope well. I mean, <laughs> I, I, they say that they're going to start filming the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, probably titled Kenobi, uh, mm-hmm. in uh, March, I think is what they said. I, I think they're moving ahead with it in 2021, mm-hmm. early 2021 for filming. Yeah. And so it is nice to see that they are definitely moving forward with that. Yeah. I think that for a lot of Star Wars fans... Um, the Kenobi series is top of the list of things that they want to see that haven't already been announced, obviously. That's what I want to see. We all want to see The Mandalorian right now. I mean, yeah, but like also like Daddy Wan. Daddy Wan. (laughs) There's a reason I got that emote, you know what I mean? He's a sexy man. There's a reason my facial hair is in this shape. Um, I'm slightly influenced by the man. A little bit. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You're also dating a redhead. I'm also dating a redhead. redhead. What does that have to do with Obi-Wan Kenobi? Well, isn't that the person that he... We, we were just looking at that cosplay the other day. That's Luke Skywalker's wife, Mara Jade, from Extended Canon. Never mind. We're talking about a conversation we had off camera. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna... just gonna... Mara Jade. Yeah, we, we might be working on some cosplays. Don't worry about that. The patrons will know both, uh, first, obviously. Yeah, that's, that's you know, down down the road stuff. Um, so, uh, are, are you excited for a Kenobi series? Oh, yeah, yeah, Have you read the Kenobi books? I have not. Mm-hmm. I have not read any of the Star Wars books. Like, full disclosure, my knowledge of Star Wars is the main movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love them. Like, I like I remember I would come home as a kid and, the, like, I would throw on... It was either the Riverdance VHS, the mm-hmm. Annie VHS, or Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Those were the three <laughs> that I would watch i have so i have so many questions <laughs> why well i i yeah that just blo- like the those three things are not the same things in any no, way no they're all very different things riverdance and annie have a lot more in common i guess because yeah. they're musical and there's dancing and i get that Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I I cannot even count how many times I watched that movie. And and like I love Star Wars, but my um my knowledge of Star Wars is the movies. And mm-hmm. um I have not read any uh Kenobi books, but um definitely he was one of my favorite characters um in the series and I would love to know more. Like Yeah. I, I also I like Ewan McGregor and I think that it would be I don't know. I think that'd be interesting. I, I would watch that. Um, Rockmage brings up Obi-Wan was in love with Satine Kreese. Uh, please, Duchess Satine Kreese. <laughs> we respect titles here at the Nerdy Nightly, yeah. whether they are fictional or not. Um, but he, yeah. How dare. <laughs> uh, Obi-Wan, as far as we are aware, his one love in his life 
um, that he almost broke the Jedi code for was the Duchess Satine. Mm -hmm. And I, the, the fun thing about having Ewan McGregor being the age that he is for this series to me is that we could see, he's young enough that we could have flashbacks to time with uh, Satine. Mm -hmm. And I think that bringing her into live action would actually be a really really cool way to tie it into so many aspects of Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, to bring in some Clone Wars. Uh, you know, I love the Clone Wars. We'll bring in that. And also, you know, the number one show on streaming right now is The Mandalorian. Duchess Satine is the Duchess of Mandalore in the animated show. And so, you know, you could create this sort of connection that mm -hmm. isn't too aggressive or yeah. like beat the audience over the head yeah. with knowledge. Or with like... It would just be like a little tip of the hat. Yeah, it would be a tip of the hat to have Mandalore uh, sow the seeds for things that happen in Mandalorian in the Mandalore that we see on the show. Mm -hmm. um, and see that through Duchess Satine's eyes. And see Duchess Satine through Ewan McGregor's eyes. Because we've never seen that. We've only ever seen it through the animated Obi-Wan. And so, you know, if Satine, was, if Satine was truly this love and this important part of his life, mm -hmm. I would really love to see a flashback... Um, fill in that story a little bit and give us some uh, more context for their relationship. Um, and I, I really, I really, yeah, I, I, it's just something I would love to see because Ewan McGregor is young enough that he could still, especially with all the magic they have in the volume, um, that's the set area that they filmed The Mandalorian on. <laughs> um, they could really pull off a really cool m flashback to Mandalore. Yeah that we have just never seen like we've never gotten to see a live action version of Mandalore and yeah. I would I would love that absolutely um when in what when in his timeline does Satine come in in the Clone Wars so between movies two and three interesting okay yeah. cool um so it's in that like uh, I think it's a five or six year gap between those movies yeah um maybe maybe because I, I would just be super curious as to you know like Oh, obviously Obi-Wan's experience um, would have been influential to him in the situation that Anakin was in. Mm -hmm. um, and I just, I'm super curious to kind of, like, I, I, I really hope that the show kind of does go into that. Because that's actually something that I would be really, really interested in, you know, that experience that he had and how that mm -hmm. influenced the decisions that he made. Um, throughout the movies and the rest of the series. You know what I mean? Like, I just... That human complexity is kind of what I would be hoping for. Yeah, I think that we've already heard that... There have been rumors that Hayden Christensen might come back for flashbacks to Clone Wars era stuff. Mm -hmm. um, that we might see Obi-Wan Kenobi in the Clone Wars again. And I, I think that because that has already been brought up, I think there is a lot of room in what I've heard about this so far to talk about and show Satine and maybe have that relationship. Mm -hmm. I don't know how they would cast her and handle that side of it. Because, um, yeah. you know, there, there is a little bit of pushback from fans that Ashley Eckstein isn't involved in the Ahsoka Tano that we're going to see in The Mandalorian. Right. Um, and I know that there are a lot of fans who wished that they could have seen Ashley Eckstein be Ahsoka. Yeah. Um, I personally am very excited to see Rosario Dawson do it. And, you know, it does... I, you know, it's, it's, I, I just love Rosario Dawson, so I'm, I'm, I'm happy with it. I also just don't know that Ash Dean has, you know, I, I've never seen her act on camera before. Yeah. Uh, I've only ever heard her voice. Yeah. Other than I think, I think she's in, um, I think she plays Harley Quinn in the CW show. Oh, interesting. Or maybe she just did the voice and there was a different actress on set. Um, I was going to say, like, voice acting and acting in front of a camera are definitely different things. Yeah, especially because especially because uh, Rosario Dawson is going to be really dealing with like prosthetics and yeah. um, makeup, and like there's there's going to be a lot thrown at her, and I think that because of that, getting a seasoned actress who has done this sort of work before um, and has worked on like these big projects that are that are you know intense acting moments. Yeah, uh, I I think that getting someone who has the ability to I, who I think would feel less pressure in mm -hmm. this situation yeah. is better overall for the show. Yeah. Um, but, 
you know, we're not going to talk about The Mandalorian and Obi-Wan for an hour because there is other news. <laughs> there is. There is. Should we go should we go straight to the biggest story or should we do like the other stuff first? Should well, we build up to it? You still never told us what ha- so Obi-Wan tried on his co- or you and McGregor tried on his costume. No, that's it. That's it. It's just big news that he tried it on. It just makes me happy. Oh, yeah. I thought maybe there there was like a reason or like he said something or No, he just was like, you know, it was great. He, 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 I think his exact comment was like Oh, that was very cool. <laughs> well, because he can't say anything, right? Like Disney's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Disney's ready to take him out at any moment should he, you know, violate secrecy. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, okay, I, then I think it was just an indication. You know, it's one of those. It's like the first like real indication we've had that this series is moving forward. Yeah, which um, is and exciting. that's why it's exciting. Yeah. Um, I know they've said that it's happening, but that, they've been talking about this for years. I know. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we need the proof. We need you know? we, the proof is in the pudding, yeah. as they say. Um, let let's go big. We'll we'll handle everything we'll else after. Big. Let's go big right now. Mm-hmm. What happened, babe? Well, um, we will be seeing um a familiar face, a familiar tattooed. <laughs> Some would say overly <laughs> tattooed <laughs> face. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, uh, so Jared Leto is going to be uh, making an appearance as the mm-hmm. Joker in, uh, is it the, the <clears throat> help me out here, the, the, the series. The, well, yeah, I guess it's not a series. It's very complicated, right? Yeah. Because Jared Leto will, okay, so basically Jared Leto is returning as the Joker now in Justice League. Yes. Um, bringing back his version from... Just suicide. He was only the Joker in Suicide Squad, right? I'm not. Yeah. I didn't. No, no, I'm not no, forgetting that's... an appearance. No. Um. So he is going to be. But here, here's the thing, and, and here, here's the thing about this that bugs me. I got so much crap from people because for years I was the guy at Comic Con telling people to stop with the Justice League Snyder Cut stuff. I was literally like, guys. Stop it. It's not going to happen. He didn't finish the movie. And everyone was like, no, he has a finished cut. It's done. It's ready to release. And I was like, no, there's no, there's, I'm sorry, but there's no way. He, there's not a finished version of his movie out yeah. there. It's not going to happen. Stop being douchebags at Comic-Con about freaking everything. Seriously. But that's what it was. It was people yeah, yeah. screaming at people. Yeah. And, like, you know, I would see these, like, mobs of people go to the Warner Brothers booth and be yelling at them about the Snyder Cut, and the dude behind the table is making, you know, 12 bucks an hour selling t-shirts. He has no control. The people who decide if that movie comes out are not going to be selling you t-shirts at the booth. So I just got frustrated, because I felt like there was a lot of anger, there was a lot of misogyny in the Snyder Cut movement, there was a lot of, um... There was a lot of good, too. There were charity things that happened because of the Snyder Cut movement. I don't want to say that it was all bad. Yeah. But I thought it was dumb. I was literally like, stop. Stop screaming about this. It's not going to happen. The movie's not done. Yeah. Um... So they screamed and they screamed and they screamed and they screamed. And HBO Max needed content. Let, let's be honest. The only reason this is happening is because HBO Max needs content. Yep. They don't have enough content. Yep. And they need a hook to bring people in mm-hmm. for another streaming service. Because we already pay for Netflix, for no. Amazon, for Hulu, for Disney Plus. You know what I mean? There's so many of them. Crave, like, I, the list is very long. And here's the thing. I I feel very vindicated because I took crap because people were like, See, David, it is happening. We were right. No, you weren't. The movie was never done. Yeah. We're not getting the Snyder Cut. I'm sorry, but we're not. Yeah. They are... Sp- the first news that we heard was we're getting the Snyder Cut. And I was like, okay, that'll be cool. Mm-hmm. I will enjoy watching that development process cut that will not have finished special effects, that won't have full scenes. It's it, it's going to be like watching the Donner Cut where of Superman 2 where there's like animatics. And then I heard, okay, there's $30 million going into it. And that's all all special effects. They're not doing any reshoots. They're just putting $30 million into finishing the special effects. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, cool, no animatics, but we will, we will get something close to what Zack Snyder's vision for the movie was. Mm-hmm. And it will actually be the Snyder Cut. Yeah. Now, now we are making a new movie. And there's a reason I like... put it in the title. Like, is this still the Snyder Cut? Because I, I honestly, I don't think that it is. I'm sorry, but like, yeah. you, 
it's not a movie anymore. It's four one-hour episodes in a miniseries. It's yeah. not... It, it, he's shooting new scenes, so it's not the cut of the movie that he made years ago. It's it's a new film. Yeah. It's a new idea. And he's yeah, like he casting have... people who weren't originally yeah. in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> like... I feel very vindicated because I'm like, no, the only reason this is going to work, if it works, is because HBO Max gave him too much money to fix what, to fix it. Yeah. Because that's what he's doing. He's fixing it. If mm-hmm. there was a perfect Snyder Cut that he was ready to release, which I was yelled at for, I'm sorry, I'm upset, but like, <laughs> I was yelled at for years by people who were like, it's ready to go right now. They are shooting in New York right now. It's yeah. clearly not ready. Yeah, yeah, they are. They are now making something new and using, I think, like the Snyder Cut as like the hype for it. When really, like, yeah, they're gonna use some old, like, old footage. But honestly, this is not. This is not the Snyder Cut. There was no Snyder Cut. It, yeah, it doesn't exist. They are now making a show out of it because there's no way you could have put a four-hour movie in the theaters, like. You could. Well, I mean, they, they he wouldn't have. You know, you, you, they, it wouldn't have he been would a four-hour No, no, here's the thing. Zack Snyder absolutely would have. Warner Brothers would never have done it. There we go. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, and I just, yeah, I have to say, I, this, this is bad news for me. I, I was like, oh, cool, Snyder Cut. That'll be interesting to mm-hmm. see. We'll watch that. And now I really kind of don't want to watch it. I don't like Jared Leto. I don't agree with any mm-hmm. of the things that he did on set for Suicide Squad. I think that, like, I, as an actor, I feel like I have strong opinions about this. But you being an asshole is not you acting. You know what I mean? Like, it, when the cameras are off, if you want to stay in your zone and stay in your character and go off into your own space, and that's how, that's your process, fine. As soon as you are harassing other people on set and making them feel uncomfortable and interfering with their lives and their processes, it's a hard no for me. And I think that the things yeah. that he did were completely inappropriate. Um, I didn't even see Suicide Squad because, mm-hmm. first of all, that all that that whole situation with Jared Leto, I was like, that's disgusting. Second of all, I heard it was bad, so I had no reason to go see it. You know what I mean? I love Margot Robbie, mm-hmm. and I feel like that is maybe a reason that I will watch it. And Birds of Prey was phenomenal, but um, I am much less inclined now to pay to watch the Snyder Cut, um, be- because I don't think I I think it was a I think it was a poor choice. I think that a lot of people don't agree with what he did mm-hmm. and that it's actually going to hurt um uh, yeah i think that it's it's actually going to hurt the viewership i i agree i th- especially especially sending condoms to people like yeah. used condoms i yeah. i it that crosses that crosses a real line that is sexual harassment yeah and <laughs> you know like you know it's 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 this weird like thing where we culturally are... Yes, Liza, he did. He really did do that. He sent animal carcasses. A to, dead pig. To a set. dead pig, and yeah. he sent Margot Robbie a live rat. Yeah. Um. He sent. <clears> uh, <throat> he sent anal beads and used <clears throat> condoms to people on set. And one of them went to Viola Davis, who was very like dismissive of it. Um. I. I do. Yeah. I think yeah. that there. He took it. He definitely took it too far. Yeah. And I. I. I think that it's kind of one of those situations where you have to be like. No, and also <laughs> no. It, it, it is tough for the movie studio, right? Because they've put a shit ton of money. She apparently kept the rat as a pet. That's, I mean, at least she kept the rat. Um, I, I mean, but that's the thing. How do you how do you deal with that? Like, as I don't know. I I, I don't know. I you, you know, know, especially for the women involved to have a man in. Yeah, he really the the fact that he wasn't like me too for it is kind of amazing. Right? I, I yeah, I would have called out that bullshit so hard. I like that is just so despicable to me. <laughs> like and like what what I think is also uh, I, I I did see um the broken pirates in the chat asked if we know who the Batman for this is going to be and it is going to be Ben Affleck. Um these scenes are the the majority of this film will be or these episodes. It's it's a TV show. It's not even a Snyder cut anymore. It's the Snyder DC Justice League show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The the so we will have Ben Affleck. I I kind of hope that Jared Leto would never let this happen because he was so burned by 
DC the first time, but I would kind of love if his only appearance in the movie was just getting the shit kicked out of him by Ben Affleck. And you don't even really, like, see him. It's kind of, like, in a dark alley, and he just is, like, (laughs) on the ground. (laughs) Um, Just because that Joker, I I would like to... I don't... I I, I would like to retire that Joker, please. I think there are much better versions of that character out there, and that, um, honestly, Jared Leto kind of um, failed. (laughs) Yeah, I also... I'm being harsh, and I realize that, but I... And I am sickened. Especially about a movie you haven't seen. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, and it's not even about the movie. It's honestly just that, like, you don't do that no. kind of shit. I agree. Like, <laughs> I, I think it is also surprising that he's returning just because he felt he he was so vocally um, opposed to the Joker movie starring Joaquin Phoenix, and was he? Yeah, he was really upset that Why? he he was very upset that he is an Oscar-winning actor actor playing the joker mm-hmm. and he got one attempt at it where he wasn't even like the main thrust of the movie where he's like a background character yeah and they that warner brothers immediately moved on from him um because he wasn't good and uh, well yeah okay that's <laughs> but like that's subjective you know what i mean um it is it, you can't objectively say whether a performance is good or bad like let's just yeah okay so he he went with so he just felt like Warner Brothers had pitched him this idea that he was going to be their Joker and that they had kind of made promises about that. Mm-hmm. And they immediately turned around um, and moved on to someone else very publicly in a way that he felt was embarrassing for him. Well, uh, here's the thing. I don't... If, if that's how he behaved as the Joker, who wasn't even a main focus in the movie, what would his behavior have been on a set where he's the star? I, I, I'm, I'm not defending him. I'm yeah. just saying that, like, what he has said yeah. is... Because there were two... There was a Joker and Harley Quinn movie being produced mm-hmm. with him and Margot Robbie, and there was a Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix being produced at the same time. Yeah. And he was like, why are you jerking me around? With this Joker Harley Quinn movie while you're doing this thing with Joaquin Phoenix. Like, what? I don't understand why you would sort of put me in a position publicly where I look... Where where you're basically, like, letting everyone know that you don't have faith in my version of the character. Um, And either terminate me and move on. Yeah. Or don't do this other thing but don't do both at once because it just it you know it, it hurts my image you know yeah and I don't really care about his image all that much to be honest but I do kind of understand I understood where he was coming from with those comments for sure but now I'm very confused yeah why he was so upset about that but then jumped onto this yeah it like something doesn't quite line up here like, I, mm-hmm. I mean, and here's the thing, yeah, like, um, they, they definitely could have handled better, you know, the Joker movie and, like, a lot of those things need to be discussed thoroughly behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's why you have whole teams to do press releases and, mm-hmm. you know, media marketing and that kind of thing. Um, I just, I, it's, it's hard, it is difficult for me to have sympathy and I know I know I'm I'm being I know I realize I'm being cold towards it but I just I I I completely understand why they didn't want to have him start in that movie like I just well but he is in the movie but this is what's sorry, confusing to Joker. me right but th- but that's what's confusing to me right like you either push him out because he sexually harassed your female stars in which case say that please. which you should which you should like <laughs> or you don't. And I feel like them pushing him out for the Joaquin Phoenix movie, which is, like, one of the most profitable movies ever. Mm-hmm. It's, a, like, actual profit because of how little the movie costs to make. It, and it's... it's I think it's the cheapest billion-dollar movie ever. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, like, because yeah. I think they only spent, like, 50 to $60 million on the budget. Mm-hmm. Um, and it made over a billion dollars, whereas most billion-dollar movies cost $200 million to make, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, okay. So... It puts you in a position where, like, the Joaquin Phoenix movie is a huge success. That's going to get a sequel. You don't need this version of the Joker. And here's the other thing. And, and you know, I I, I, I do... I, I, I 100% agree with you. I think that if you sexually harass your coworkers, you should get fired. Yeah. <laughs> I really think it should be that simple. But taking Jared Leto out of it, 
like, like just moving him to the side for a moment yep. and having seen the Justice League movie that we got. Woof. <laughs> well, no, but like that aside, yeah. where in that story... Does he fit? Do you put the Joker? I really couldn't tell you. Like unless, unless Joss Whedon really drastically changed everything about this. <laughs> What what is the Joker's place in a story about Darkseid and Steppenwolf? I the movie doesn't yeah. even take place in Gotham. I mean, they're in Gotham a couple of times. Yeah, and I Maybe guess like the under <laughs> the the thing the whole like under the um the lake whatever scene. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In the tunnels is technically um in Gotham. The Gotham Barrows project or something, but right. where where do you put the where do you put the Jared Leto version of Joker in this movie where they're fighting a god? Like who? I, yeah, I I I I really don't even know. Yeah. like unless it's what you said, it's just the Batman pan beats of Batman. The <laughs> like, oh, I I don't know. I I really don't know what they're gonna do. Um, it kind of honestly just sounds like a mess. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was a thing, now it's kind of that thing, but it's also more other extra stuff, and it's longer, and now it's a series, and now we're throwing extra people in there and shooting more stuff. Like, it just kind of sounds like a mess. Like, they almost like they were like, oh, we're going to do the Snyder Cut, this is a great idea, and they mm-hmm. said it out loud, and they're like, oh, crap, we can't take that back, how do we make this work? <laughs> you know what I mean? We are, we're committed now. <laughs> yeah, it seems like they committed to it before they actually thought it through, and now they're like, ah, crap. Like, you know what I mean? Um, so. Uh, th- there's a big conversation going on in our chat. Uh, about the best Joker. About who's the best Joker. <laughs> Before we keep talking about this, who's the best Joker? Um, and there is a right answer to this question. There's one best Joker. Is it Mark Hamill? It's Mark Hamill. Yeah. Mark Hamill is, by and large, the best Joker. Yeah. And I think there are, I think there's some support for that in the chat. To be fair, he's also the most Joker, because he's done it for 30 years now, or 20, 27 years? Yeah. 92, I think, was the uh, animated series. Um, so, Mark Hamill, Mark Hamill wins. <laughs> Mark Hamill wins. And, because he, he's got so much variety, right? Like, because you have, you have, like, the animated series Joker, which is definitely slightly more kid-friendly, although mm-hmm. still not, but, but you also have, like, Mark Hamill's vo- vocal performance in Arkham City, the video game, is maybe the best video game performance of all time, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I, it's, it, he, his Joker in the Arkham series games is more terrifying to me than any horror game I've ever played. Wow. Be- because, like, ghosts are scary for mm-hmm. a second. Yeah. But then I'm like, oh, yeah, there's no ghosts. The idea that a human being could be like that is possible mm-hmm. and also scares the ever-loving crap out of me. <laughs> but if we take Mark Hamill off the table, uh-huh. best Joker. Uh, I feel like I, I can only say Heath Ledger Mm -hmm. and that's only because that's the only Joker I've seen. Wait, you've never seen any other live action Joker? (laughs) I, uh. Oh my God. I have not. I'm sorry. I didn't realize that. You've never seen the original 1989 Batman movie? No. I'm failing as a husband. Wow. Um, I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like I should like give up my nerd status. No, 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 no. There's no, there's different kinds of nerd. I, I know no, that no, superheroes and comic books aren't your like favorite thing in the world. So. Yeah, I my like my focus tends to be more <laughs> sci-fi, high fantasy. Um, but here's the thing, like I. Uh, and I say Heath Ledger, knowing also that I, Heath Ledger, I think, did an incredible job. You, you know, like I'm not... I think it's. I think I. I, I think that's a stop gatekeeping, David. I'm, okay. <laughs> no, that the was Broken me. Pirates. I am not gatekeeping. I'm not saying I'm the one who said that she. Yeah, that, that was all me. people are nerds. I'm just surprised, and I have work to do. I'm just acknowledging my job as a husband now. Just, guys, we've been watching a lot of House at night. Because um, it's just on the TV. The the the, the Hugh Laurie medical show house. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to stop doing that now, and we're going to watch Batman movies every night. <laughs> yeah, uh, Muddles, Muddles just said movie nights are full now, I yeah, guess. Yeah. Uh, starting with Batman 66, so that I can introduce you to Cesar Romero's Joker, who... Heath Ledger is probably the best acted Joker, followed by Joaquin Phoenix. 
But Cesar Romero's Joker is special <laughs> because he has a mustache and he puts makeup on top of it. Oh, you totally. And it is if you've never if you've never seen the original 1966 Batman television series, you have to go watch it. It's really it's really really special. <laughs> but the movie is the best. Adam West's Batman is incredible and if <laughs> Just look at, just, you're all on the internet right now. Go pull up a photo of Cesar Romero as the Joker if you've never seen it. Because the man refused to shave his mustache for the role. And they put white makeup over what a his mustache. Nightmare. And it is, it is the greatest visual Joker. <laughs> My other, my other favorite story from the Batman 66, this is not from the show, um, but if, if you don't know, Hollywood at the time um, w- was a fun party place, and there were um, orgies that famous people would go to, <laughs> and uh, Adam West, and I, I don't remember his name, the actor who played the Riddler on Batman 66 were at an orgy together, and... They've met each other and they saw each other there and they started to joke around <laughs> in character as Batman and the Riddler. <laughs> and <laughs> they wouldn't stop no matter how much people asked them to stop being Batman and the Riddler from their television show. <laughs> and so Adam West and I wish I knew his name got kicked out of an orgy. <laughs> <laughs> because they were running around. Batman was chasing the Riddler around an orgy trying to stop him from committing crimes. Oh my god. Oh boy. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, what a legend. I like there are there are very few things I actually want to go back in time and witness. <laughs> but that if I had a time machine, that would be the first thing I would go see. I would be like, take me to the orgy that Batman got kicked out of for pretending to be Batman. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that that would be pretty amusing. Not not gonna lie, not gonna lie. I yeah, yeah. Um, oh man. So so Snyder cut. Here's the thing. I I, I don't. I'm I'm I want to see this just because I'm so curious now. Yeah. But I also just don't care anymore. You know? Yeah. Yeah, there's only so much you can ask of people. And, you know, the, those people who are screaming at you for the Snyder Cut, I'm sure are going to go see it. They're, they're going to get it. Uh, they're going to get <laughs> it. No, they're going to get HBO. Those people Sorry. are going to get it. <laughs> no, no, no. I just, yeah, I really, my, my desire to see it has just went from, like, like an 8 out of 10 to, like, a 5 out of 10. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm like, ah. I do think that releasing it as four single-hour episodes is smart because Zack Snyder's version of the DC Universe is a little bit morose. Mm-hmm. It's a little sad. Yeah. And it's a little dark. And I think that yeah. it's going to be much more palatable <laughs> in segments. Yeah. Because, oh my god, I'm still crying from laughing. Um, <laughs> the watching, <laughs> watching Batman v Superman... He's like an exercise in in oh endurance. Gosh. Yeah, like emotional endurance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Wait, you never said what your favorite Joker was. Oh, my favorite Joker? Um, it's tough because like Jack Nicholson is... Jack Nicholson is Jack Nicholson. And what he brought to the role... I, I know it's not... The, you know, it's Jack Napier. It's, 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 it's very much Tim Burton's version of Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, I also watched that so much as a kid. So for me, like, Jack Nicholson's Joker is just such a, like, it's almost up there with Mark Hamill for me as, yeah. like, just how long it's been a part of my life. I, I do think, though, Heath Ledger's performance, um, coupled with um, Christopher Nolan's direction, is just, it's 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 so good. Yeah. So I, I would go Heath Ledger, but I, I don't think enough people talk about Jack Nicholson in that conversation. Totally. And I really, I really, really, really love that movie. Like, the original 1989 Batman, which is weird to call it the original because the 66 Batman is technically before it. Um, yeah. But, but... Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, I would definitely, yeah, it's tough. It's tough because there, there really are so many great Joker performances. It's one of those characters where, like, the, the, everyone who's done it has really knocked it out of the park, in my opinion. Right. Um, except for Jared Leto. But who knows? Who knows? Maybe this is maybe this is the redemption for that Joker. Maybe 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 this is the thing where like it works, 
and he's not a huge asshole on set, and no more stories come out about him being a nightmare. Um, yeah, I guess I guess we'll find I, out. I That's the know. thing. We will find out one mm-hmm. way or another. Um, that we will. Yeah. Um, uh, McKinley says, uh, that's just in the new Fire Emblem trailer just dropped on Nintendo's YouTube. Oh, fun. Do you, are, have you ever played a Fire Emblem game? No. I haven't played one since, like, the 3DS. Yeah, I don't actually know what that game is. Fire Emblem is, like, a, is, like, a turn-based strategy game where you have, like, knights and you fight other knights. Interesting. It's fun. Okay. McKinley Ween says, they are the best games. Yeah, my brothers love them. Very, okay. very much. All right. Um, I, I do appreciate the uh, transition into video game talk, though, mm-hmm. because we did have some interesting video game news that we wanted to talk about on this morning's show. So thank you, brother, for helping us segue out of Justice League into Twitch. Yes. Because we, we've, Twitch has had some interesting uh, events in the last few days. Um, Alexandra... Alex- yeah, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Yeah, it's like... Wait, oh my wait. god. Uh, she um, put out a tweet on Monday mm-hmm. who was like, hey, who wants to play Among Us with me on Twitch? Yeah. And a bunch of very famous people were like, me, please, yeah. dear god. Um, and so she went on to stream this uh, a couple nights ago. Yeah. And she played with like Jacksepticeye, Pokimane, like huge, huge, huge people. And at the peak of her viewership, she was at 439,000 active viewers, which puts her at the third highest concurrent views ever on Twitch. Yeah. Um, she's in the top three, which is insane, on yeah. her first stream. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the other nine people in her game with her mm-hmm. brought in um, uh, added up 200,000 more people. So at their peak, there were over 600,000 wow. people watching them play Among Us. Um, wow. And all of this was about to... Uh, thank you for that, since we... For the Empire. Cheers. Um, all of this was about getting out the vote. And it's, it's interesting, you know, the reactions that we've seen from both sides. I think there are a lot of people on the right who are saying, like, oh, she's just pandering to kids. <laughs> To try and get young people to vote. And the left are like, yeah, she's reaching out to kids where they are to yeah. get them to vote. Like, it's so interesting to see the the politics of this being divided into like, oh, that uh, that AOC is trying to get young people to vote. And people on the left are like, yes. Yeah. What? That's, that's what, yeah. that's what we do. That's, that's, that's the whole, that's the whole thing. That's what everyone, that we all should be doing. It was in the title. <laughs> like literally. <laughs> Get like, out the vote. <laughs> yeah. Um, what, what do you think? Do you think that we're going to be replaced by politicians on Twitch as gamers? No. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Well, we're out of a job. Um, no, no. I mean that, you know, that's, I'm sure she is so busy mm-hmm. <laughs> that like that would never be a consistent thing you know what I mean unless you know unless that was scheduled in as part of her work and in which case yeah I don't know I could I could see it actually you know I I could see it being a platform I don't think she's gonna be like three times a week you know what I mean I don't think that she's gonna put out a streaming schedule every week but um I could see young politicians who grew up with video games Mm -hmm. because that's what she says she says like she grew up with video games like she and so like it's just a medium that she's comfortable in yeah um I could see people who have that background going into politics, mm-hmm. being very careful about what their VODs are, yeah. because, you know, <laughs> I, I yeah. can't run for office because of the clips on this channel. <laughs> I just can't. Same. Um, but I, I think that it's an interesting way of connecting with uh, base. Yeah. And I, I, I just, I... Yeah, I, I, I could see more people streaming on Twitch. I know that Donald Trump, uh, in the article I read about this, it was... Um, comparing her numbers to other politicians Mm -hmm. and Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders have both been streaming um, speeches and things on Twitch Um, and they usually get about a thousand active viewers at a time yeah which is is not nothing on Twitch a thousand getting a thousand concurrent viewers on Twitch is very hard it's a big deal I mean you know we don't currently have that on this stream you know what Mm -hmm. I mean Um, but the (laughs) but the um (laughs) The idea that she was able to get that many people to show up for this event yeah. is insane to me. Yeah. Like, if, uh, over um, half a million people showed up to watch 
her play Among Us. Yeah. Which is, and hey, you know what? If that's going to be the way that you're going to connect with young people and mm-hmm. get them to be interested in, you know, voting and having a say in their future, like, like absolutely. I'm so, like, I'm Beatball so... Beatball Games says, let's play Fall Guys. Who wins will be the new president. Oh my God. I vote Panfred Nudo. <laughs> Panfred Nudo for president. Oh, guys, we need to start it. Panfred Nudo 2020. Oh, my God. We'll rename America the Nudo House. It'll be great. <laughs> um, uh, I love that. But, yeah, I, I, I appreciate her... Uh, you know, I, there's a lot of people who di- diss her because she isn't doing politics the way that everyone else does politics. Yeah, and just watch. In 50 years historians are going to look back on her as a turning point for a lot of like like who knows once those once those people in that age range maybe their kids now or maybe maybe she got a lot of viewers in the early 20s or something like that Mm -hmm. you know maybe she single-handedly influences a larger percent of people to vote yeah and i think that's incredible you know what i mean like i think uh, i am really excited and i i i hope that um, more politicians um, use the, like use the, the tools that are already there to reach out to people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think that like I think that that's brilliant. I think she nailed it. I love that what she, I love what she did, and you know it's. It, I I think as long as Twitch doesn't become like a place to throw slander around, that I think that this could be really positive. You know yeah. what I mean? You know what I mean? As long as it doesn't become my stream bashing the other guy, which I'm I'm just personally sick of, you know what I mean? Yeah. If it's like, hey, this is what I'm doing, and you should vote, f- even if it's not for me, you should vote for what you believe in because it's going to make a difference. I think that's, like, I can't say how happy that makes me. <laughs> yeah, and, like, look, I, I, I think that, like, I'm... If you listen to my... The, this, the show yesterday and my rant about LGBT diversity, I think it's very obvious that I... I fall into her camp. Yep. But without getting political about it, I I agree with what she did for many reasons, and one yep. of them is politically I lean more towards her side. Yeah. Um. But apolitically, to take that out of it, I do want everyone. Like I just want more people voting. I feel like the system works better the more people vote. Yeah. And we will get better politicians and more a more diverse array of politicians on both sides, and hopefully get to the point where it's not just both sides, and we get a third party in the states, mm-hmm. so that the politics can be a little bit more nuanced and a little bit more contextual and complicated. Yeah. Um. And so I'm I appreciate all of these movements that are like, you know, the Avengers had a movement. Um. Uh, the Avengers had, like, a stream to get out the vote with Kamala Harris. And the stream wasn't vote for Kamala Harris. Although, yeah. I'm, you know, obviously that's implied. But the stream was just go vote. Whoever you yeah. vote for, just go vote. Pay attention to your local elections and vote. Because, like, right now, the, the election going on to the south of us is probably the most important election they've had in a long time. And, you know, the more people who vote in it and the more people who take it seriously and show up... Yeah. I think the the results will bear out for the betterment of the country. Mm-hmm. And I just, I really hope, I hope that we keep seeing, you know, in the next few weeks, more and more of these people with huge platforms. Because AOC has a huge, huge platform. Yeah. She is influential and inspirational. And I, I hope to see more people being willing to reach to, out to young people and say, you should vote. Because yeah. I have a lot of young people voter friends young people voter friends um who feel disenfranchised right now in voting and who just don't care who, yeah. who, are, who are so put out by everything they don't give a shit yeah and i'm hopeful that things like this will um encourage those people to show up and acknowledge that like your your voice in any election is valuable and mm-hmm. you know yeah i don't know yeah i'm hopeful that this is going to be a positive influence not on the way to swing the vote, but just mm-hmm. to get people to vote in general. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that, I think that was really awesome of her, and you know, reaching out um, in a medium that she feels comfortable with, like video games, and like connecting to people and being like, hey, like I'm a human. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, I think that that's that's a really great step in a positive direction. I think I am hopeful for, um, mm-hmm. and I think we might end up seeing more of that yeah I, I definitely I definitely think that we I, there's going to be a shift really soon I think in the age of politicians 
I feel like we're currently like, and I think that like Joe Biden is sort of like the end of, is the, is I, Donald Trump less so, um, but Joe Biden, just because of how old he's getting, um, and how old a lot of our House and Senate members who have been there a long time are, Mm -hmm. are getting, uh, I think that we're about to see a like, uh, a swath of retirements and, and replacements. Totally. Um, and I'm really curious to see what the next generation of those uh, leadership of that leadership looks like in the yep. states. Absolutely, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to um, to watch. It's gonna be mm-hmm. something that we'll we'll be keeping an eye on because it matters to us. Yeah. Um, yeah, we have we have one more piece of news. Unless you wanted to say anything else about that. Well, uh, the Broken Pirates did say in the chat that. Um, the there there was this breaking news that there's an antitrust lawsuit against Google by the US government and I I don't want to get too much into that because I don't really understand it. Yeah, we'll probably have to go um, do some research and maybe we'll talk about it tomorrow. <laughs> I will I the, the thing I will say about it is I think that it, it's interesting that the US is doing this. I don't I don't think we're going to see the effects. I I don't think we're going to see any of it for years, right? Like an antitrust lawsuit on this side, on this scale, will probably take five to ten years to yeah. work through. Uh, Google is going That's to huge. do everything in their power to make sure that they don't have to um, break apart. Yeah. And so I, I think that it's it's going to be very interesting to watch. I think that the them filing the lawsuit against Google is a is a huge first step, and yeah. it's it's really interesting to see. I think that there is definitely merit to the idea that Google might be too big. At the same time, Google has already publicly made the argument that they're like because google's argument is like no one has to use our service we're not a monopoly we just do everything better and you can't blame us because people choose to use us yeah google is basically like look bing exists you're not using it there's a reason you're not using it yeah we're so sorry yeah yeah it's not it's not looking it up on the internet it's googling it yeah you know like and that's just that's how that's how that they, they they've managed to figure out and like nail that game and oh man that yeah that's gonna be an interesting one to keep an eye on um yeah i think ultimately the only i i the the, the ultimately what's going to have um oh no um uh my what's ultimately going to happen is that google is going to have to put some something in place to make sure that their search algorithms do not promote Google projects. Um, hmm, yeah. Hey, uh, let's not talk about family stuff in the chat, guys. Um, just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> um, I think that Google just is, I think that the antitrust stuff is going to end up being mostly about the fact that Google search promotes Google products right now. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. I, I think that. The, yeah. the only thing that's questionable about that is that YouTube is the video service that Google goes to. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think that you're going to kind of see um, maybe other video services get promoted more. The tough part is what, what compares to Google yeah. or what compares to YouTube in that way. Well, that's the thing is YouTube <laughs> is probably the best way to watch your video content. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it has such a plethora of information and... Um, accessibility and I think maybe if Google can prove that they're not like stacking the cards in their favor mm-hmm. and that it's literally just the people and the, what they click on and 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 what they look for yeah I don't know how they're gonna prove that I think that's gonna be a lot of like um, computer jargon and coding jargon that like I that's gonna go over my head but someone smarter than me is gonna have to like really go into depth and look at um, yeah, so I guess, uh, wow, that's going to be something that we have to keep watching. And like you said, it's going to take a few years. Yeah, but it goes, it goes back to the final story that we wanted to talk about, which was, you know, that these yes. internet laws on the internet are complicated and how we're going to continue to use the internet and use, you know, legally use the internet is a complicated thing that we don't have all the answers for because mm-hmm. Twitch, um, recently deleted a bunch of uh, VODs and clips and things from uh, Twitch users' channels that were DMCA-striked. Yes, Um, Twitch is now cracking down on those rights. And, you know, Claris and I are both very, very careful about never using any 
music in... I have that one command, but... Yeah, but you don't play songs in the background of your streams. Right, correct. Um, and, like, we don't play music in our streams ever. We don't even have starting screen music, which we should. Um, yeah. And we're, we're probably going to find a legal way to do that. Mm -hmm. But for a lot of people, they just play music in their streams. And for the majority of the time on Twitch, that has been allowed. And there hasn't really been a crackdown on that. We're getting to the point where now that's not going to be the case. And, you know, Twitch Sings is about to go away. Yeah. And, you know, how Twitch is going to handle copywritten music moving forward is a question mark that we don't... Yeah. That we don't know. Yeah. It's, um... It's... Yeah, it's going to be tough because, you know, on one hand, if you are playing someone else's music in your stream, that's one thing. If you are an artist who sings covers of other people's songs in your channel, that's also another thing. You know, how do you deal with that? Or... Well, but here's, but here's the problem with that, right? Like, you have to have the mechanical rights to do a cover. You can't just do a cover of someone's music, right? Like, you can't legally just make a cover of someone's music. You have to have the mechanical rights to do that. And so the way that the internet for a long time has been getting around that is if you do a cover of someone else's music and you don't have the rights to it, you are... The, the money from your AdSense just goes to them automatically. Yeah. Whoever owns that music... Um, the you can't just make a cover of someone's music and be like, well, it's a cover, so it's mine. No, no. it's their it's their song. You have to pay them for that. Yeah. And and it, so that's going to be a problem for for Twitch streamers who have a library of music that is not theirs because you know just because you're a musician doesn't mean you necessarily write music. You you can sing or play, um, but they are going to have a library of music that. <sighs> If they're not making crazy money on Twitch, it may not be profitable for them anymore because they're going to have to pay for the rights for each individual song. You know, if someone requests such and such, it's going to cost them. And I don't know how that works. I don't know what those costs are. But it's going to have to be... It, all of this is going to be thrown into question now that Twitch is starting to kind of be a little more enforceful about copyright. Yeah, and since we, since we asked... Um our commands a loophole and it, it, it yes kind of here's the thing using a short clip of something from a song to make a joke is technically fair use right so there that is a loophole like um like the thing about your like shot through the heart command on your channel i think falls under fair use because it's a joke and it's short you're using a small moment of something to make a so. quick joke <laughs> you can't play the full song yeah um, and you also can't just play the music. It, 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 it's tough, right? Because a lot of fair use around commentary and comedy is subjective. Mm -hmm. And so you get into this difficult position where you have to explain the subjectivity of a situation yeah. in order to make a fair use um, claim. Yeah. There is no fair use in just playing a song, right? That's just not allowed. But something like singing a riff from a song f uh, to make people laugh does somewhat... It, it, it just becomes so complicated. But it, if you're using it for commentary and comedy, you can get away with it. Yeah. Whether or not a command is commentary or comedy mm -hmm. is difficult. Th that is a line that you have to... Yeah. And that's... that's, that's we had talked about this this morning before going live that we are kind of in the middle of everybody figuring this out right mm -hmm. now. It isn't really concrete black and white. Mm -hmm. It is very much gray. And uh, because this is all kind of just being brought into question with the accessibility of the internet and technology and everything like that. And so we're like, we don't really know for sure. Uh, Muddles is saying, if you could you commission a friend who plays music for a theme song? And yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. if, if David and I say we want a morning show theme song, which we'll probably end up doing, you know, we uh, find a musician and we say we want a theme song and we'll pay you for it. And then we have the rights to it. Mm -hmm. You know, same thing with like the logo. We, we paid an artist to create the logo and something like that is definitely acceptable. Um, but just, but yeah, using somebody else's work without paying them for it um, is, is a no-no. And like, you know, we're very careful. Like um, when we, we work with this incredible designer, Akazia Designs, mm -hmm. who did our sub badges, the Nerdy Nightly Morning Show logo and the Nerdy Nightly logo. 
And we have a conversation with him at the end of each design process where he sends us a document, a legal document Mm -hmm. that says that we own those, we own exclusive rights in every field to those images, right? And if we were to commission a, when when I commissioned the Nerdy Nightly theme song that plays in the videos and the podcast uh, from my friend Alex, he sent me an email that very clearly stated that I now own that song. He wrote it, but I bought it and it is fully owned by me completely. And Alex is a good friend of mine. Akazia Designs isn't a friend, but you know he's he's very comfortable saying that document because there was a transaction, and he acknowledged mm-hmm. that like by making it for me, I was buying the exclusive rights to it. Yes. If I didn't have that document, and I used the thing for years and made money off of it, mm-hmm. Alex or Akazia could come back later and be like, "Well, no, you never owned it. I made it as you at you know what I mean? Like there, you have to have these." You have to own these things. Yeah. It's very complicated. Mm-hmm. And the internet has been the wild west of these things for so long. Yeah. But now there's so much money in the internet that you're not going to get away with it anymore. Look at Nintendo suing that Pokey Princess YouTube or a TikToker. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, she, she had, had to, to change, change her, name. her name and her branding. And, you know, it's a big deal. And obviously, like, we are like, we're a nerdy news mm-hmm. kind of segment. And, um, including Twitch, and this is something we wanted to bring up to you guys because um, a lot of our friends in the chat are also streamers. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we want to kind of help bring awareness to this because it seems like the field is changing. And being up to date on that is, I think, the best way to protect yourself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we we don't want anyone that we know to get dinged for it. And so um, we're going to be cautious about it. We're going to keep an eye on this um, and see how, like what way it kind of swings and what that means for what streamers can and can't do on their channels. Mm-hmm. It, it really, it, and I, there, there is, there's still conversation going on in the chat about what, what you can and can't use. Yeah. Um, and the, the truth is it gets very complicated. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, a because, lot of times it's a case by case. You know, we're, we're, we're going to run into situations uh, with games where, Cyberpunk 2077 has a soundtrack that uses real-world music. From what I've heard, this might be wrong, but the... the So, the in-game music of Cyberpunk 2077 being real music, mm-hmm. or any game that uses real-world music, like a Need for Speed, is going to start becoming a really complicated legal question when it comes to Twitch. Yeah. If these DMCA strikes... Are based on a system that just pulls, here's the audio and immediately pulls your videos down or immediately yeah. shuts down your stream. Which is like, that was what YouTube was doing, right? It was like automatic, like copyright shutdown and then you had to appeal it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they still do that. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, you get into a really, really difficult situation moving forward where how do you play those games safely on stream? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the Hero of Wind says there is often a streamer friendly option to remove the music i love this alert so much it's well, rain audio is rain. not on no but they can hear it no. or maybe they can't oh no the audio wasn't on sorry about that folks that's okay um <laughs> but what she's saying is participate it's rain <laughs> <laughs> you nailed it um fallout 4 players using the in-game radio on stream are experiencing issues these days models 40 see that's the point like yeah we're we're, we're gonna have to in order for twitch to keep playing video games, which is what we do on Twitch, yeah. <laughs> these things have to be answered in a way that uh, is... Is clear. Clarity. We that's need clarity. We need to know. That's that's the biggest problem, is that we just don't know. It's and Twitch is famous for their wonderful <laughs> communication. <laughs> yeah, truly. That's So that's, yeah, we just... Please tell us, mm-hmm. be clear, concise, make it easy to understand... I, I can't hire a lawyer just to read the, the like the legal stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I need to be able to understand it myself. <laughs> um since we says in game music I don't think should be a problem because the game in question licensed the music being played on the game being streamed. Since we the problem with that is that these programs aren't humans. So there's no context involved. You're trusting an algorithm to pick up the music and to to file the claim. And right now, the with the recent deletion of VODs that Twitch did, mm-hmm. there was there is no way to appeal it. Yeah. 
So your videos are just gone and there's no, you can't go in and say, well, no, this was the right use for X and Y. Yeah. Um, the, the question moving forward is going to be whether or not we can keep streaming video games and seriously, but like legitimately the question moving forward is that. And it goes to what Rockmay just said. The incorrect uh, the music was licensed for the game. It was not licensed to be streamed on the internet. Yeah. By the game. And I think that if we're going to have streaming in the future, this question needs to get solved now. Now. And this, <laughs> this question needs to get solved publicly and in a way that we can figure out. Because yes. I think that Twitch going away is bad for video games. I really yeah. do. I think that we are... The Look ecos- at how many indie games that became popular because yeah. of Twitch. You know? The ecosystem of video games is built on streaming right now. Mm-hmm. And if a game becomes popular on Twitch, it makes money. And if it doesn't, it does not. Yeah. And there isn't a... There isn't a comparable service right now to promote and um, push these video games out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that if Twitch went away... Well, actually, no, there isn't, because indie games aren't going to be able to license music. So there is actually a world where Twitch becomes an indie game site. That's true. And people stop playing, and people just stop playing triple A's. Because honestly, Oof. you know what, this, you know what this, I'm just realizing this now, this only hurts triple A titles. Yeah. You're not going to get pulled down for Among Us. You're not going to get pulled down for Fall Guys. No, nope, you're going to get pulled down for Cyberpunk and Fallout. Because there's no way, there's no way in the world that Mediatonic, the, the developers behind Fall Guys, go Can take down Fall Guys videos. We don't want people playing Fall Guys on Twitch. No, Mediatonic no. is like, thank God for Twitch. We made so much money. Yeah, literally. That's the reason that they blew up is Twitch. Same with Among Us. Among Us was an old game. Well, old. But like two years old before it blew up on Twitch. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. no, they're not going to want to hurt their sales in that way. Um, so yeah, I think, I think you're right. This mainly is going to affect big games. But, but, um, the heroine is like triple A's that don't use original music, but I, here's the thing, Miller, if we get to the point where the, it's an algorithm that is just interested in the, the, the songs, the, the composers of the video game music could put their songs into a copyright system and it be t- that the, the original music be taken down too. There, there's no reason that we should treat recorded music and uh, like um, uh, like pop songs any different from the music in the games. Yeah. So the, you know the there we might get to a point where the system hears the Halo theme and takes down your video because the Halo theme is a copywritten piece of music. Yeah. Um. It really. <laughs> yeah. It's it's so complicated. And like Rockman just said, if the game maker doesn't license them for streaming YouTube Let's Plays, then yes, that could happen. Yeah. The, we would literally have to live in a version of society where the... You buy the game and you also have to pay for the rights to stream it. Well, and stream or streamers would have to, before buying a game, look at the... Like, look into the... There would have to be a part in the street, in the Steam page mm-hmm. where you go down and you see whether or not the music in the... This audio in the game is... Is copywritten. Copywritten. For, yeah. Or is allowed to be streamed. Yeah. So you, you would literally... You know, if Twitch starts taking this seriously, which I think legally they're going to have to... Yeah. We might end up in a world where, like, the only games that people stream are the ones where the music is legal for them to use, which would in turn make eventually every game would have to do that yeah because you wouldn't you know you wouldn't survive if you were like one of the on the list of games you couldn't stream yeah yeah it's gonna be um it's gonna be a tough conversation coming up because Mm -hmm. yeah like we said we need to know now and we need to be clear about it because this is going to affect um it's going to affect everything that we do and stuff that our friends do online and um we're gonna we're gonna try and keep an eye on this as much as we can and keep you up to date on the morning show because mm-hmm. that's what this is about. It's nerd news, and um, we we have gone a little bit over time, so mm-hmm. I apologize for that. But I think it was an important conversation to have, and we do want to let you guys know that it is something that we are going to be following closely. Yeah, for sure, because it's how we make money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
<laughs> Y'all, thank you so much for sticking with us this morning. Uh, here at the end, we do... Oh, Broken Pirates, thank you for shouting out the Patreon. We do want to take a quick moment to thank our patrons. Uh, you are the reason that this show is able to exist. Yeah. And uh, we just, we love you. We did announce on the Patreon, yes? About the, Monday? About Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday. Yeah. So um, we did let our patrons know that um, Tuesday next week we mm -hmm. are doing our movie night watch along and it will be Halloween themed. Mm -hmm. So we'll be picking a kind of spookier movie to watch with our patrons via Discord question yep. mark yeah here's the thing we would wanted to have a video feed in it just because i don't handle horror very well but we'll have to see yeah the first um, the first movie we watched we weren't on camera this time i want us to be on camera because <laughs> i want her to get scared for the empire Cheers, since we thank you Sen. um and uh so yeah that's gonna be tuesday mm -hmm. for our patrons yeah thank you so much uh to everyone else who's here if you would like to support us on patreon it would mean the world to us but um we do have one more quick thing. Um, for uh, November 2nd, the Monday yes. uh, the Monday show, <clears throat> we will have a really big announcement for you guys. And so we're going to do a uh, Mimosa Mondays. So that's November the 2nd um, during the nightly morning show. The nightly morning show, it, it, it'll probably be, that one will definitely be longer than an hour. We'll probably do a so. full, we'll probably do like an hour of the morning show and then we'll do like maybe two hours of just chatting. Yeah. We're, yeah. We've got some exciting stuff coming up for you guys. We have some exciting announcements and also, uh, I think we're going to play like the newlywed game on that stream for you all. <laughs> so, uh, Monday, November 2nd will be our Mimosa Monday morning. Yes. Our first Mimosa Monday morning. Our first. Where we're going to get morning drunk and, <laughs> uh, see if we are a good couple. <laughs> wow. No pressure. <laughs> Y'all, thank you so much. Thank you for sticking with us through another episode of this. Can't believe tomorrow's our 10th episode. Yeah, that's so exciting. And we do have an announcement tomorrow as well. We do. So, we uh, do have an announcement tomorrow, so make sure you are there for that. Yes, and Rhiannon Case asked if there will be a VOD. Rhiannon, the Always. nightly morning show goes up on YouTube every day, a couple, within two hours of the show ending. It takes yeah. me some time to process everything. Yeah. Um, if you did miss parts of this show and want to go back and watch, head over to our YouTube channel and subscribe, YouTube dot com slash nerdy nightly mm -hmm. and also uh it will be up as a podcast wherever podcasts are downloaded yeah y'all as we always say here at the nerdy nightly do something nerdy tonight bye, bye.